let's talk a little off season, Steph. Um, you know, are you splitting time between the West Coast and Charlotte? Um, you know, are you rehabbing? Are you resting? How, what, what have you been doing? I took about three weeks off after the season was over with. Uh, that was, you know, grueling playoff yes, stretch that we had. So, take some time and. Uh, no ankle surgeries this summer, Good. so I'm, I'm excited Good. about that. Good, just uh, a lot of a lot of rehab that just gets you back in shape for for next season, keeping everything strong and and moving right. Uh, but I started working out about a month ago, so um, getting back in gear, getting get back in shape, and and working on uh, my game, try to take it to another level next year. What could you do? I mean, obviously, what you did shooting was, as I said on the way in, uh, record setting. What do you want to do in your game to become a more complete player? I keep getting stronger. Obviously, I'm uh, you know slighter frame, but I want to be able to, to hold my own. And when I get into the paint, try to get to the free throw line. That's the biggest thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I learned in the playoffs. Obviously, be able to shoot the ball is a huge strength. Um, but the amount of minutes you play and, and the amount of uh, effort it takes to, to succeed in the, in the playoffs, you got to be able to get easy easy points, and that's at the free throw line. Uh, sometimes your shot doesn't fall. So um, if you look at our team, adding Andre Godala will help us do that. Uh, so you try to follow his lead the way he slashes him and Harrison get into the basket. So um, as a point guard, be able to you know get that ball to the paint and draw a foul. That'd be huge. Yeah, that'd be very good because Steph on the free throw line is money. <laughs> We're talking to Steph Curry here at the uh, American Century Championship. We're live at Edgewood, the Murph and Mac Show. Good to have Steph here for a couple minutes before he heads out for his pro-am. Uh, a couple things you mentioned, Andre Iguodala. A uh, huge move. And also a lot of change, though. I mean, off goes Andres Biedrins, the old fan favorite. He's one of our uh, favorite guys. Yeah. <laughs> Richard Jefferson, uh, uh, Brandon Rush, a couple of draft picks. I mean, there's a lot of movement going on. But the net is, here comes Iguodala. And then Marie Spates and uh, and Jermaine O'Neal and uh, Tony Douglas. So um, have you had a chance to kind of digest it yet? And have you and Andre texted, talked, et cetera? We talked even before the uh, trade went down. I knew, you know, the whole... Uh, focus was on Dwight uh, from a, from a league standpoint of where he was going to end up, and and our front office was doing their work, you know, behind the scenes, um, trying to make us better regardless of where Dwight ended up. Uh, I think we had a shot at him, but when it came down to it, we got better, you know, bringing in Andre, uh, considering you know the losses, like you said, Jared, Jack, and Carl Landry. So that's true, Jack um, and Landry. Yes, you know those. Those are big, big uh, losses. But to add Andre and the bench that you just mentioned, uh, I think we got better um, and uh, very versatile uh, lineup so we can throw out there. Having Andre be able to play the one through four, uh, D Lee can play some four or five. Boga come back healthy um, and give us what he gave us in the playoffs. We're gonna, we're gonna be good. You know, the other day Murph and I were talking about the, the departure of Jarrett Jack, what that means to the chemistry on the floor, all that experience and stuff like that. And you know, not that you haven't been already, but now I mean. Everyone's going to be looking to you. This is going to be your team. You're going to lead this group. And I just wonder, like, how you're feeling about that. You're ready to take that on. I'm embracing it. Um, since last year when I came back, Coach Jackson kind of uh, gave me that responsibility. Um, and that's something that's every kid's dream when you come up and, and try to play on the best, biggest level in the NBA and to not only play but to, you know, have um, – a leadership role on a team. You have to take advantage of it um, and not take it for granted. So I'm you know, doing my due diligence this summer, getting to know my teammates, my new teammates, uh, and, and continue to build that chemistry in the locker room that we've kind of changed our identity um, with. So it's it's a, it's a great responsibility. Um, and obviously the success we had in the playoffs last year kind of hopefully we can ride that momentum. Exciting times in the Warriors, man. They're very, very excited. We've had Bob Myers on the show a bunch. And, uh, man, it's just it, Joe Lacob comes on the can be a lot too. It's just the, the energy around the building, the 
energy around the franchise. It's remarkable. So uh, we're glad to have you kind of stopping by to comment on it. Just a couple more minutes here before we let you go. Uh, Got to ask you uh, about the re- the rest of the West. Obviously, uh, Dwight Howard goes to the Houston Rockets. You know, the Lakers all of a sudden take a hit. The Clippers uh, have the big move. Doc Rivers comes in. Um, any thoughts right now in the Western Conference? I think the West as a whole got better. I think we followed that trend. Uh, so I don't think we lost a step at all. But there are some teams that you know, obviously made moves that uh, put themselves in position to, to compete with a healthy Thunder team. Yes. Um, and the I know they, they just lost Kevin Martin. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting. Um, it's, you know, with Houston, knowing where, that Dwight's going to be down there, how they, what kind of tempo they're going to be able to play with, with him and James and um, getting Chris Paul, some shooters in, in, in L.A., as well as Doc Rivers, who knows the game and won a championship before. Um, we got our work cut out, but, you know, I think we definitely made moves to put ourselves in, in that you know, top of the West. So um, it's up to us to go out there and play. It's going to be real fun. I'm not trying to be a jerk about this. I'm just trying to do this for therapy reasons. Setting it up, what are you going to do? Uh, Protecting uh, yourself. Yeah, yeah. I just, yeah. just kind of want to bond. Like, do you think a lot about game one against San Antonio? And, all the and, time. Okay, oh, all, all right. Time. I know. I'm not trying to be a jerk. It's like I want to kind of bond. That's all right. Loves company, yeah, no, you know we talk I mean? about it too, man. Was, <laughs> yeah. You think about it all the time. What do you think? Um, I mean, it was a tough situation, obviously, going uh, being up like what sixteen or fourteen, sixteen with six minutes left, um, and still being a Kent Bazemore layup away from from winning that game. Um, obviously, man who hit that shot, and seemed like every time I turned the TV on. Right after we lost to San Antonio, they would play some highlight reel, and it would be Manu shooting right over in front of our bench and knocking down that big three. Uh, things would have changed if we would have won, but it's a learning experience for us going forward. Yeah. It's all part of the process, exactly. right? It That's is. I have to yeah. look at it. I mean, there's a number of NBA history in history teams that have had to go through pain to get where they want to go. Yeah, exactly. Right? We we kind of Mark Coach Jackson talked about you know the Thunder team that uh, when KD first got there. He was. They were a 21 team, and then Russ uh, Westbrook gets there, and they're 30, 40 win team, and then they go two years before they get to you know the finals, um, and so they just stick with the same core, uh, learn their lessons as they go, and it works out in the end. So I think that's kind of the the path we were trying to take, considering you know where we were in my rookie year, uh, where we are now. Correct. Hey man, real quick, last thing. I mean, we were at a bunch of the playoff games and everything in Oakland. Best fans in the NBA. Uh, I, every time I've, I've so I've checked in yesterday at the hotel and yeah. all the uh, other athletes and celebrities they comment on just how crazy it was watching us play um, on TV and seeing the energy, all the yellow shirts and um, and when I mentioned that this is only the second time we've made the playoffs in 20 years, yeah. they're just baffled. Yeah. Cause, um, that's how much you know how great the support we have in the Bay Area from uh, from our fans and it was nice to reward them with some fun this year in the playoffs and. Next step is just being consistent uh, in that in that push to, towards the playoffs every year. So, um, you know, they deserve it more than any other fan base. I think in in history of sports, just how how loyal they've been. Yeah, yeah. Well, not trying to embarrass you, Steph, but uh, you know, you are part of this this I think a three headed monster of of the Bay Area's super classy young stars, Colin Kaepernick, Buster Posey, and you. And I think the Bay Area is is super psyched about that. And uh, and we appreciate you always being a class act and coming on and Good doing to see the media. You, man. Uh, Always. And doing the radio and all that. Appreciate you guys. We uh, will look forward to doing it again when you guys get closer to training camp. Sounds good. All right, go play golf and have some fun. How (laughs) about that? All right, there it is. Steph Curry.